Hey everyone, and welcome to Scrambling with Dylan Otto, a podcast where the listeners can hear, learn, and laugh about my life in the golf world and other numerous topics with guests on the show. Tune in every week for insight and enjoy the show. Hello everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto featuring Duke University golfer. We have Ann Chin. Ann, welcome. Hi, thanks so much, Dylan, for having me. Absolutely. I'm really glad that, you know, you were able to get you, get you on the podcast, kind of take the time out of your day. So we're really thankful for that. Um, how have things been lately? I know you're kind of been on, you know, been on break for a little bit, but, you know, what's it like being back home? Uh, it feels good. It feels nice being in my own room, my own yeah. bed, being yeah. around family, you know, just practicing whenever. I, it's, it's been great. <laughs> good, good, good deal. Well, we'll get into the first question here. Where are you from and how did you get into the game of golf? I'm actually from Houston, Texas, but I wasn't actually born here at all. I was uh, born in Melbourne, Australia. Yeah, I was super curious about that when I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I lived there for t- born, born there, lived there for 10 years. Um, wow. Moved here in 2010, lived. So half of my life in Australia, half of my life in Texas. Uh, it's been cool. Yeah. Interesting. So what, what made you, I mean, your family, you know, come to the U.S. and live in Texas? I mean, what, when, uh, what was a uh, kind of that process like as a kid um it was a tough process at first uh, I have family that lives in Texas oh, okay I have family that lives in California but uh, it was just mostly for me you know I didn't mm-hmm. realize that in the beginning but uh, when I started getting older I was like oh well like my parents are doing this for me you know uh, better opportunities within like academics and golf so it gotcha was, it was tough at first but I've, I've grown to love Texas yeah I mean it's probably you know, it's really curious how, I mean, let's say you would have stayed in Australia and then you came to the U.S. for school. I mean, that would have been an interesting process, but it's nice that you made it early on. You came to the U.S. and of course, you know, Texas is a great place to, you know, go there, kind of develop your game and everything like that. Um, and it's also nice to, you know, kind of get more familiar with just the U.S. period and do the recruiting process kind of, you know, while right. you're here in the U.S. because that can be kind of difficult sometimes as well. Um, but kind of talk about maybe your junior career in your high school days a little bit, you know, where'd you go to high school? Did you play a lot of high school? Was it, I mean, did you play high school golf or were you more focused on just, you know, tournament golf outside of it or kind of talk about those days a little bit? Uh, so I went to Clements high school in Sugarland. So it's about 10 minutes away from my house, but oh, okay, I did play high school golf. I, gotcha. I loved it. It was so much fun. It was, you know, I've always dreamed of like, you know, having a team when I was younger, you know, just, yeah being able to tie ribbons and like our hair and, you know, uh-huh, yeah. wake up in the morning, six 30, you know, see everyone bright and early at Chick-fil-A. There you go. It just, it was a ton of fun for me. I had high school golf and junior golf. Um, mm-hmm. So it was, it was a, a lot to carry, you know, it mm-hmm. was lots of balance because school was very important as well. Yeah. But at the end, it was all very much worth it. Yeah, when it's nice because golf is such an individual sport, but yet you're getting that that team aspect of it kind of in high school. Um, and I think it's one of the funnest things you can do is play, you know, play playing golf is fun, but doing that team aspect and yeah. having, yeah. you know, playing with a bunch, you know, a bunch of gals like you're talking about. I mean, that's, you know, that's that's a great time. And it's nice to do that in high school when, you know, it might not be as serious, you know, everybody on the team, you know, but yet you're still taking it as serious as you can because you obviously wanted to you know, go play on to play in college golf, um, you know, kind of talk about, you know, maybe some organizations you played for in the junior and kind of your junior golf career, where did you travel around a lot? Did you play in like AJGAs or kind of what organizations did you play for? 
Yeah, of course. So I started with STPGA, which is like the Southern Texas PGA, Uh you know, a little bit of Houston Golf Association. I'm not sure if they're still around, but yeah, I've had plenty of those when I was growing up. And then I started transitioning to Legends Junior Tour. And then eventually when I got to 12, Mm -hmm. uh, played my first AJGA maybe a week and a half after I turned 12. Wow. um, In Kentucky. Um, All right. Played everywhere that we could when I was uh-huh. growing up. My, we we're just chasing those stars, you know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Those open tournaments, and then eventually, when I hit uh, freshman year in high school, mm-hmm. I played my first invitational for AJGA, like the the one in Florida. I think it was called the Rolex. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but that was my awesome. first one. So, a lot of golf tournaments growing up. So I have a ton of medals you know small little trophies yeah being my room they're just everywhere but absolutely yeah. one it's it's nice to be able to travel around and play in those AJGAs because you see yeah. you know different parts of you know the country you play in different conditions and stuff like that um you know that's that's super important as well because I'm sure that kind of developed your game a lot as well mm-hmm. um so I mean there's a couple tournaments I, I want to talk about a little bit that you know that you had a very impressive junior career. I mean, considering you won at the AJG uh, level. And like you said, you have a lot of, you know, a lot of little trophies and stuff like that. Um, And that's, you know, that's amazing stuff. It's great that you have that success at such a young age. Um, But just two tournaments I want to talk about are, um, you know, you qualified for the U S women's open in 2017. And then um, the, you actually qualified for an LPGA tour event, you know, and you're both, I know on the LPGA tour event, you were 15 years old and you had just turned 16 when you played in the U S women's open. But I mean, those are some high level tournaments that you're qualifying in as, you know, and you're 15 years old. I mean, just kind of talk about what did that, you know, what did that mean to you to qualify for these events? And then, um, and then after we'll get into kind of the weeks of them a little bit. Oh yeah. So those tournaments were probably the best weeks of my life. Um, 15 year old, 16 year old, and I could have not (laughs) dreamed of anything more than that. Um, I had so much fun those weeks, but yeah, the nerves were definitely very high. I Um, bet. Being the youngest in the field, uh, just having all of these experienced professional players, along with a couple more amateurs, but most of them were in college. But mm-hmm. just being that high schooler, you know, that yeah, really in uh, on the putting green, just with <laughs> Lydia Co. like ten feet away from me, uh, amazing, very different for me. Um, a lot of fun though. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, I just I know um, I think the LPGA Tour event would happen first. Um, and then the women's U.S. Open kind of talk about, you know, what was it like playing in the LPGA Volunteers of America, um, Texas shootout, just kind of talk about that week, you know, um, qual- just kind of from the moment you qualified into that tournament to just throughout the whole week. I mean, what was it like being on the grounds there at LPGA Tour event? Uh, qualifying was very stressful. It was one round. Uh-huh. Um, I think a shot like 73, maybe. Okay at 72 Uh um I was in a playoff for Mm -hmm. there was maybe like two spots for like four people oh wow okay and um so it was definitely very nerve-wracking for me Uh, 15 years old everybody keep (laughs) this in mind (laughs) yeah and we played the same hole maybe two three times because we all made par and I think finally in the last time that we were playing this last hole Mm -hmm. um I had this three footer four footer like you know right to left a little bit yeah I could feel my hands shaking I could I like had to back off the putt like I was just so nervous because I knew how much it meant 
uh, right. to qualify for this tournament. Right. And when I made it, I was so excited. Like I, I'm pretty sure I started crying. I'm sure my dad was crying. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but it it was very stressful. But just being able to make it there, you know, have my first pro tournament when I was when I was 15. It was yeah. uh, everything I could have dreamed of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just. I mean, that's very stressful to, you know, to, to even just get into the tournament, let alone, and then to step on, you know, to the grounds that week. I mean, you're playing the best ladies in the world. I mean, that's something that every, every person dreams of. I mean, if you're a golfer, you want to play on the professional level and to play it yeah. at 15 years old is amazing. Um, kind of talk about that, those first teen nerves a little bit, whether, I mean, were there any nerves on that first tee? I'm sure there was a a lot of attention on you because you're 15 years old I mean kind of just talk about what that was like in the nerves throughout the week you know as you're playing in that event yeah it was a uh, a lot of nerves were there were there were a lot of nerves there but mm -hmm. I remember having an interview um maybe like the practice after a practice round and mm -hmm. I just like could not stop like talking and it just kept going <laughs> on and on and on and my dad had to be like okay I'm like time to go practice yeah and then so when like the first round rolled around, um, I was obviously very nervous on the first tee. Yeah, of course. Uh, as I'd always be for any golf tournament, but just a little bit more for this uh -huh. one. And when the round started picking up, you know, getting to hole four, five, six, seven, yeah. it was, it got a little bit better. I started to talk to the other girls in the group. Mm -hmm. um, they're all very experienced professionals. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it was, just, it got better as the day went on, but you could start getting in your groove a little bit, um, mm -hmm. start making some putts, feeling a little bit better, and mm -hmm. then they'll start wearing off a little. So I mm -hmm. think it was like very good to just get it going and just keep playing and not have to worry about anything else. Absolutely. One, well, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, yeah, I don't, I don't care who you are, who, if you don't have nerves on the first tee yeah. at, at, you know, your first LPGA tour event when you're 15 years old, you know, I don't care who you are, but I mean, that's, you're going to have those nerves, but they're good nerves. I mean, that's, those yeah. will be something, you know, whenever you get in those situations, you'll just think, you know, I've, you know, I've done this at 15 years old at, you know, the biggest age you can. Um, that's pretty amazing stuff. Um, and then the next tournament, you know, that we, I wanted to talk about was the, the women's U.S. Open that you were qualified. Um, I mean, you had already, qualified you played in that lpj tour event you got that kind of access and that exposure and what it feels like to be you know playing lpj tour event now you're playing in a major i mean this is like i mean that's amazing i mean just kind of talk about the difference between what an lpj tour event felt like and then uh, you know a women's us open a major um you know that's that's pretty serious stuff there. I mean, kind of talk about the differences in those tournaments and maybe um, did you feel any different kind of nerves or were they all kind of felt the same? Kind of talk about that a little bit. Uh, well, the U.S. Open was uh, definitely a even bigger dream of mine to play. Um, I remember every year we would have to qualify for it as a 36-hole qualifier every year. Uh -huh. Yeah, I, I would never make it. I, I never really felt like oh like if I qualified that's the U.S. Open but like because it was just like a such a long day of golf uh-huh yeah for when I was like 13 14 15 yeah like, oh it's so long <laughs> but then when I finally had qualified for it it took me a while to process what the U.S. Open actually was mm -hmm. and that it's major it's all the way up in New Jersey it's yeah it's huge tournament that not many professionals like could even play because they right. have to 
highly ranked to get in just the fact that I could play when I was 15, uh, when I turned 16, but mm-hmm. I think that was crazy for me. Um, I think when I, ha- when I got there is when I took it all in and then uh-huh. I realized, wow, this is, this is a major, this is, this is a huge, this mm-hmm. is what every professional golfer wants to play and yeah. you know, do well in. Um, but definitely a lot of nerves there as well, but, um, I'm grateful for the experience. Absolutely. I mean, those, like you're talking about, I mean, those are huge events, you know, for even if you were 30 years old to qualify (laughs) for it, you know, I mean, that that's a huge deal to do it at such a young age. I mean, that, that had to really shown a lot about the kind of player you were growing up. Um, and I, I'm sure, you know, it only molded you to kind of into the golfer you are now. Um, so obviously you had tons of success, you know, qualifying for these tournaments, winning high level junior tournaments as well. Um, kind of talk about when did you start the recruiting process and kind of how did you go about that? I'm sure you have tons of exposure, like the fact that you didn't get out there enough, that is not, that is not a factor at all. So, I mean, I'd love to hear kind of how the recruiting process went for you. Um, and, you know, and what schools were you talking to a little bit and kind of what were you looking for in a university? Yeah. Uh, the recruiting process was a lot of fun for me. You know, I enjoyed like opening the mail and seeing, oh, what questionnaire did I get this time? Or, uh-huh. yeah, I mean, I just have like a big folder of them now and it's so much fun to go back and look through them. But, um, I started the recruiting process pretty early, uh, in my junior career. It mm-hmm. was my first visit was in seventh grade, uh, wow. university of Texas. Wow. And, yeah. I was, I remember like picking an outfit, you know, I had to wear burnt orange, you know, white <laughs> skirt. I was so nervous, but, um, it definitely was a lot of fun for me getting to talk to a lot of coaches, uh, visiting like a lot of places, like mm-hmm. such as obviously UT, Texas A&M, TCU, Tulane, yeah. UVA, Florida, Vanderbilt, just Wake, and then eventually Duke at the wow. end. So wow. a lot of places. Um, yeah. Travel too. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, it was a lot of fun for me. And then I was pretty set on going to Wake Forest for a while. You okay. know, I loved the coaches, loved the team, you know, mm-hmm. I was good friends with a couple of the girls that were committed there. Um, I had a lot of fun on my visit, but ultimately I thought Duke was the best fit for me, you know, mm-hmm. with the team culture that I knew I had known, um, just mm-hmm. like knowing the players that they had. Yeah, coaches, absolutely. Um, and just being up in North Carolina, I thought it was a good fit for me. But, yeah, it's something a little different. And it's nice that you were able to go to all these schools and kind of visit them all because that's a lot. That's something that I hear a lot with guests on the show is if you can take, you know, if you can take as many visits as you can, um, you know, check out different parts of the country. And that's nice that you're able to go to Duke and kind of feel like, you know, that that's kind of more so your home. Um, and that's a tough decision to make at such a young age when yeah. you know you're looking at schools like UT, Wake Forest, I mean Duke, I mean U of A, I mean just all those schools, all those big schools. I mean those are I mean they're all such great programs that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um and I mean you settle on Duke, that's you know that's great that the team culture and everything like there's you know seem you know pretty pretty enticing for you and pretty comfortable. Um you know, that's, that's a huge school and they've always had a great, you know, they've always had great teams and great players go through that Duke program. Um, 
I mean, just kind of talk about your experiences so far at Duke. I know you're in your, you're currently in your sophomore year. You know, you're kind of, you know, you're young in the college eligibility standpoint, I guess. Um, you know, kind of talk about your experiences at Duke so far. I mean, what kind of comes along with being a golfer at Duke? And I mean, just kind of take us through, you know, a week of, in the life of a golfer there. Yeah, uh, call it, I, I love, I love Duke, you know, mm-hmm. um, I love being a student athlete up there, being golfers everything I could have wished for. Um, it, it is, oh, it is a lot of work though. Yeah. You've got practice nearly every day. You've got lift three times a week and then you've got school as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's not just all golf all the time. Cause academics is very important to mm-hmm. me and the whole team and everyone else there. Yeah. But, um, so it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday, it's like you've got class in the morning and then you've got practice, which is mm-hmm. just walking 18 holes. Yeah. Uh, so it's either qualifying or it's you're just practicing like for mm-hmm. 18 holes, you just take score and hand the scorecard to coach. Mm-hmm. And Tuesday, Thursday, you've got morning practice and then lift right after. Then you have class. Okay. So, and then Saturday is like your lift, choose what you want to do. And then Sunday is our off day. Okay. It's, yeah. it's definitely a struggle to balance both academics and golf, and then sometimes partly social life because absolutely. You're student. Um, but I think it's a lot of fun so far. You know, sophomore year is going great. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to get back in a week or so. But yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, it, it's pretty demanding that you know the schedule it takes for a student athlete playing. I mean, for any student athlete, but let alone college um, college golf because it's just it's a totally different, I just a different sport. I mean, there's a lot more that kind of goes into golf, I feel like, and, you know, kind of what you're talking about, um, you know, it's, it's pretty intense, especially because you're playing at, you know, such a high level program. Um, I mean, that's, but it's, it's great though, because you're learning a lot of different skills, you know, your time management, I'm sure is, you know, amazing. Um, And like you said, you kind of touched on, you know, academics are really important as well. I mean, you're a student athlete. I mean, it's not athlete student. I remember a lot of people would say that when I was playing in college as well. And it's like, no, like you got to take care of the studies first. You got to be eligible in order to play. So um, obviously that's, that's pretty important, but I'm sure you have, that's obviously no issues I'm sure with you, but um, yeah, that's, it's been pretty amazing. I just, you know, from your freshman year, I have a couple stats here. Um, You were a WGCA scholar, all American, all ACC academic team. Um, You you played your best golf of the season at the ACC championship as you tied for fourth with rounds of 71, 71, 71. Pretty solid there. That will take those, take those scores, especially mm-hmm. going into your freshman year. Um, you finished the season ranked number 68th in golf link rankings and then 88th in golf stat. I mean, that's pretty awesome. And you competed in the NCAA national championship. I mean, kind of talk about what that first year golf wise was like kind of, you know, going from playing these high level junior tournaments, playing in these high level professional tournaments, and then going to, you know, the big powerhouse Duke program and the Duke schedule you guys play. Um, just kind of talk about what that transition was like a little bit. And then, um, yeah, I mean, just kind of would love to hear what your experiences were like. Yeah. Um, it was definitely a tough transition, uh, mm-hmm. but with everything with COVID, it definitely changed it up a bit. Um, yeah. But playing these junior events, like high-level tournaments, these professional events, um, when I was in high school, really helped prepare me to play these high-level college events as well. Right. You know, um, the nerves are obviously still there, but you learn to 
take control of them. Mm -hmm. um, these events I'd played in high school. So then once I got to my second semester, freshman year and our tournament started going, um, I, I kind of got into a role of playing them and not having to worry about who I'm playing with or mm -hmm. that, oh, do I fit in? Because yeah you're a college athlete as well all of everyone is nervous it's mm -hmm. not just you yeah um so it was definitely a different transition um from playing high school because you're playing for well you're also playing for a team mm -hmm. but this is like oh will we make it to regionals will you will right. we national so it's very important um to know that you're playing for a team as well yeah, I mean, there's a lot more on the line compared, you know, to high school golf to playing at Duke, where like you're talking about, I mean, they have, I'm sure there's high expectations for, you know, for you ladies there at Duke and, and you know, to go to nationals like you guys did. I mean, that's, that's a huge thing. And that's amazing that you're able to play in that your freshman year, get that experience, because as your years go on, you're going to be that person, you know, whenever you make it to nationals, like, okay, you know, the younger gals on the team will be like, you know, kind of learning more, learning from you, like, okay, kind of what to expect a little bit. Um, you know, I'd like to talk about what was it like playing the national championship at Greyhawk last year? Um, you know, I'm sure, I mean, you had, you've had experience playing in front of, you know, cameras, um, and, but now you're at a higher, higher stage and kind of different point in your life. Um, you know, what was it like playing at the national championship? Kind of take us through just kind of your rounds and, you know, how, how each day went on. Yeah, it was a uh, definitely an unreal uh, experience of mine that I'm never gonna forget. Yeah, uh, it, was a, it was a long, long tournament though. I I do remember that it was. Yeah. Three thirty, wake up. You know, oh, leave the man. hotel at four thirty. Uh, get to the golf course five, you know, have breakfast, warm up for like a 6.30 tea time. Mm -hmm. But like, you don't have academics on you. Like we didn't have academics at the time. Yeah. Um, so it was all golf for us, which was really nice. But, yeah. Um, definitely playing in front of the television, the mm -hmm. television and camera crews. Uh, it was definitely something else, you know, you're like, wow, I'm really in this. Like I'm really playing this right now. And right. It's like you're so focused and in your zone. Um, but like, it's just a lot of fun to be there and just having your team and, you know, Duke fans or other fans like coming to watch. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's a lot of fun, you know, having stroke play and then going into mat getting cut and then having another cut and then mm -hmm. doing a match play. Mm -hmm. uh, it was definitely a different format that we're used to. Yeah. Um, but it was a lot of fun to, you know, see your teammates on another hole and cheer them on. And yeah, absolutely. That energy, you know, going through you. Like I wasn't tired. Uh -huh. <laughs> I was like 36 holes. And I was just like, keep on going, keep on going. You got this, you know, uh -huh. it was just like, you, you want to win at the end. So. Yeah. I mean, you're giving everything you can for your team, your program, your family. And exactly. I mean, that it's just, there's a lot that kind of drives you to want to, you know, do the best you possibly can. Um, you know, obviously there was a lot of great teams that were playing there as well. Um, and I'm sure that now that you got a little bit of taste of what it's like to play a national championship, make it into match play and kind of go deep into that. Um, you know, you want to get back to that position. You want to get back there and win that national championship. Um, you know, I'm sure there's those expectations as well for other ladies on the team as well. And, um, you know, I think that's great that once again, you were able to get that experience. And so when the, once you get, once you ladies get back there again, um, you know, it'll be like, okay, you know, I've been here, done that, you know, now let's win this thing kind of. So exactly yeah yeah definitely we weren't we weren't that far we were yeah. pretty close to it so we yeah. know how much it takes to 
get there and you know just like a little bit more and that's what could be the whole difference you know to win a national championship we're going to take a quick break to get a word in from our sponsors scrambling with dolan auto is sponsored by our friends over at putt view books putt view books makes yardage and green books that are used by the best junior college amateur and professional golfers in the world and are designed with the assistance of world-renowned golf coach phil Canyon and can be made for over 30,000 golf courses. The amount of precision that's put into each yardage and green book is impeccable, and Cordy from Golf Science Lab says they're clear, simple, and very useful. If you want a yardage or green book, head over to their website at puttviewbooks.com and check them out on Instagram at puttviewbooks. Absolutely, and it's nice that, I mean, you play... I mean, it's nice that you might, you'll probably see some of these teams at tournaments throughout the year and you kind of be able to see where you ladies are at before you even get to the nationals. And then kind of as you get closer, you might be able to kind of prep a little bit for, you know, a little bit more for it, if you want to say. Um, but yeah, I think it's just going to be super exciting to see how you ladies doing this next, you know, not only this next semester, but, you know, in the coming years as well. Um, eligibility is all thrown off now with COVID. So I'm sure, you know, it'll, it, it, who knows how many years everybody's got, but, um, I'm super excited to see how you go for sure. Um, you know, since you started playing at Duke, there's been numerous events that have been televised and obviously you've played kind of in a lot of events in your junior career um, that were, you know, high level events, like we were talked about and you nationals was on TV. You ladies played in a couple events that were, you know, were on TV as well this past semester. Um, kind of talk about what is it, what do you, what are your thoughts or how do you feel when you're playing in front of cameras? Do you enjoy it or is there kind of like those nerves of, ah, the cameras are there, they're watching me? Or, I mean, kind of what's, your, what's the, like, what goes on in the mind as you're playing and you see those cameras out there? Um, I, I do like playing in front of the cameras now, uh, at first when I was growing up and, you know, I wasn't a big fan of them. You know, mm -hmm. I remember a couple tournaments when I was younger, I would play them and I would see camera crews and I would get scared or like mm -hmm. even a photographer, mm -hmm. but, um, <laughs> being in college now, it, um, definitely puts the atmosphere a little differently, you know, yeah. especially at Eastlake this semester, this past right. semester had played um it was all televised mm -hmm. and it was definitely very nerve-wracking in the beginning knowing that oh this shot like so many people could be watching me hit this shot I better absolutely yeah. um but you it kind of puts you into the zone of playing well and not worrying about other people or other fans or even the, the other person that you're playing with mm -hmm. and it's just you and like you, the, you and the golf course at that point, and you want to play well. And that, that camera has nothing to do with you, but to just take a video of how you're doing, mm -hmm. and like showing other people. So um, it definitely, college has definitely helped with that. Um, so I do enjoy playing in front of a camera now. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's so, it's so fun to watch college golf on TV. I mean, any chance that it's on TV, like, oh, I, I just eat it up. I love it. Um, and it's great, you know, it's great that to hear that, you know, obviously at a young age, it makes sense. Like I, I'm sure a lot of people have been scared, you know, playing in front of cameras, but now that it's kind of, you know, it's just you know, almost like, okay, yeah, they're there, you know, no, no big deal, especially I'm sure it's, it's only going to mold you into kind of getting used to them as you kind of go throughout your career, not only in college, but professionally as well. Um, yeah. you know, I'm sure there's going to be, you know, there's going to be cameras watching you whenever you play professional golf as well. So it's, 
I mean, it's, it's all kind of part of the process really to, to become a better player. Exactly. And, um, exactly. Yeah. Exa- yeah I, I think it's just going to, you know, only benefit you in the long run. Um, you know, this fall, this past, you know, fall semester, like you're talking about East Lake cup and the other tournament two ladies played in, um, you know, I'm sure, you know, you, you ladies want to be at the top of the leaderboard every single week you, you know, you compete. And I'm sure there are some goals that you have kind of going into this next semester. Um, you know, I'm just kind of curious at, you know, what are some goals maybe, you know, the team has something that you kind of talked with your coach a little bit and, um, yeah. So just, what are some of the team goals? Um, I think some team goals that we have is to defend our ACC championship. Yeah. That was a good win last year. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure our team would love to defend that, especially with such great teams in the ACC. It's going to be a lot of fun um, next semester. Mm -hmm. I think winning a couple college events um, as a team um, is a big thing. You know, we won two, three times last semester, Mm -hmm. um, last last year mm-hmm. so that's definitely on our list you know yeah getting to nationals again and you know hopefully not losing in the semifinals uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah getting to the final match you know winning nationals i think is our end goal uh-huh. um, for any team out there that's mm-hmm. playing so. absolutely well i mean a, a team win is is just so much more enjoyable and it's really i mean it speaks volumes on the kind of person you are that that you talk you know specifically about team wins and everything i mean you're 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 all about you know being a team player and you know just playing for not only yourself but playing for those other ladies on your team as well i think i mean that just like i said it speaks volumes of the kind of person you are so that's that's pretty amazing stuff for sure um and obviously i'm sure you know you have team goals and everything and do you set goals yourself i mean is there kind of anything that you want to try and accomplish your sophomore year of college or is it just kind of, you know, more so the team aspect and getting to nationals? Yeah. Um, every year, uh, every year we start again, um, we meet with our trainer to see mm-hmm. how many goals that we want in the weight room mm-hmm. so that kind of sets you off to, Oh, what goals do I want to achieve this year? So yeah. Yeah. I think a couple of mine would be to win a college event, you know, mm-hmm. that's a tough one, but um, it's definitely doable, you know, uh, to win a college event that would be a lot of fun you know just so many girls in the field and being able to come out on top would be a dream come true mm-hmm. um, definitely making it first team all-american yeah I didn't really know what that was freshman year you know at the end of the year you, you get these awards and you're like oh like how what did I do like how uh-huh. did I do? yeah now like going into sophomore year I'm like oh yeah I want to I want to do this like I want to get first team all-american um, and then just shooting well, like shooting under at yeah. a lot of like tournaments, you know, getting mm-hmm. that scoring average like lower. Yeah. Um, so just getting better every year. I feel like that's like just a, a big one of the overall general goals that I have. Absolutely. I mean, if you can get better as the years go on throughout your college career, I mean, that's kind of that's kind of what you want for sure. And I think, you know, you're on the right path for that. You're going to put all the work in that you're going to need to, I'm sure, um, you know, that you need to do. And like I said, I wish you nothing but the best and that, you know, in your college career. And, and I'm just super excited to see how, um, see how you go and how the team goes this next semester. We'll be cheering you on. That's for sure. Um, so have you put any thought maybe after college, is there any sort of thought about professional golf or are you mainly focused on, I mean, I know you have, you know, you know, you have a lot of eligibility left for the college career, but um, you know, have you put any thought into professional golf after? Uh, I have, like, I actually just had a conversation with my dad about this. Oh, okay. Awesome. <laughs> like, like last week or so in the golf course, but um, uh-huh. definitely want to 
try to play professional golf, you know, probably Q school, senior year of college. Um, yeah. Like what Gina's doing, mm-hmm. you know, seeing like how far I can make it, you know, yeah. what, what it's going to do, like, it's going to be a good experience for me. And then, you know, if I do make it just like playing a couple years out, like at least mm-hmm. on either Symmetra or LPGA, you know, trying to live out that dream of, yeah. of all those years I've played golf. This is like what, like what it's come to. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, um, and obviously like if it doesn't work out, like, you know, I've tried it, there's no regrets um, mm-hmm. in my life that, Oh, like I should have gone, tried to play professional golf. Mm-hmm. But um, at the end, like, if it doesn't work out, it's okay. Like um, I'll like, I want to have a good degree as well. So yeah. that's really important to me. So just having like a backup plan, um, getting a de- good degree from Duke. So mm-hmm getting a good job you know being uh, absolutely (laughs) yeah absolutely Uh, so that's definitely the goal for uh after college kind of Mm -hmm. like yeah yeah definitely and I think like you said I mean you don't want to regret anything because you've you've done like you said you've done everything in your life and you're doing the college golf right now I mean that's all leading up to playing professional golf and you might as well give it a go um you're gonna yeah, I mean, you'll have a great degree to back, you know, back it up, like you said, just in case. Um, but that's great, though, that you have a plan. Um, and I mean, like I said, you have so many years of eligibility left in your college career. So it's, you know, it, just enjoy the college golf now and not really put any focus or pressure on the professional golf until that time comes, um, you know, cross that bridge when you get there, that's for sure. But um, like I said, I think, you know, I'm just super excited to see how the college career goes and also, you know, be keeping track of you as you go into professional golf as well. I think there's just, you know, big things coming for you. And um, I know you're going to put all the work in that you need to, to get to where you want to be. So it's just really exciting to see, um, to see where things go and we'll be cheering you on. That's for sure. <laughs> Thank you, Dylan. <laughs> yeah. Um, head to the next section of the show. I like to just call it's called the ham and egg section. It's just some kind of for fun questions, get to know you a little bit more. Um, you know, we've talked about nerves on the golf course, you know, and I'm sure there's, like you've said, you know, you, you, there's always those nerves in golf tournaments, you know, is there any, you know, points in your life that you can kind of pinpoint that are, you know, the most nervous you've been on the golf course, or, I mean, kind of talk about, you know, what do you do during those moments when you get nervous? Is there something that you kind of do, or is your breathing exercises or something? Uh, yeah, I definitely know the times that I've been nervous on the golf course. I think, one of the more recent ones was at uh, East Lake. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. The first match against Julia Johnson, you know, mm-hmm. uh, 16th hole uh, to like finally close out the match. Um, mm-hmm. This three footer, three and a half foot, three, four foot. Honestly, I don't even remember at this point. A little knee knocker. But, yeah. And it was a little uh, right to left, you know, downhill. I had hit my first putt a little too hard and I mm-hmm. could hear my dad on the side, like, sit, sit, sit. Oh no. Uh-huh. My teammates were just like watching like very anxiously. And I just got up to the ball and I could feel my hands shake. My hands got clammy and like, uh-huh. and like you could hear your like heartbeat, like absolutely through your head, like everywhere. Cause you uh-huh. just, Oh, I want to make this putt. Like it means so much. And you know, it's televised as well. So if I miss this putt, it's not the best thing. Um, but I definitely like remember those points in my head and, you know, just taking a lot of deep breaths is mm-hmm. like very important. Um, yeah. Yeah. Focusing on 
just this one shot at a time that mm-hmm. like, don't worry about the next hole you know it's kind of very important to me whenever I play and I'm very nervous um mm-hmm. knowing that this is just golf as well it's yeah. not it's not gonna be the end of the world if you miss right. this putt or if you don't hit it close to the hole it's it's all a lot of fun. That's mm-hmm. all it's got to be. You don't need to make it life or death, like serious. Absolutely. Like, it's just for fun. And just playing for a team is like even bigger deal for you. So it's just a lot of fun at the, mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. That, that mentality of it's not the end of the world, you know, you're out there to enjoy it. It's fun. Um, even though, yeah, you want to play the best you possibly can. You want to make that putt, but it's not the end of the world if you don't. Um, but I mean, those moments are only going to make you a better player. Like we've kind of talked about a little bit. Um, you, you know, I'm sure there's going to be a lot more putts where you get a little nervous over it and um, you know, but you kind of go back to those deep breaths, like you're talking about um, and just kind of, you know, thinking, okay, you know, I've been here, done that. Um, at least the putt wasn't left to right. I know left to right putts <laughs> for me, those are no fun. Yeah. Um, having a left to right putt downhill would not be the greatest. So at least it was right to left. That, that's, that's a little bit better. <laughs> that's but, true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah those can be kind of uh, those would be kind of tedious but yeah i'm sure playing and especially with you know the, the golf course east lake that you're playing yeah. at it's televised you're playing the best you know but some of the best teams in the country um you know that's that's just a term you guys play throughout the season that's not even national so it's you know it's, it's pretty intense stuff that's for sure and um yeah i think that's great that you're able to kind of get that exposure once again um so obviously with a lot of different rule changes and stuff you know college athletes can kind of market themselves and get paid now um you know what what are your thoughts on college golfers being able to kind of you know market themselves make some money um you know are you wanting to kind of grow your brand at all or is that kind of not really um not really a main focus for you um I think it's a great way for college golfers you know to see how it is to be professional golfers Mm -hmm. yeah sponsors endorsements and all that stuff when you get to pro life mm-hmm. so i think it's a good way to uh for amateur or college players to you know make a little bit of money and see how to like have more exposure for themselves you know yeah i think i think it's great um mm-hmm. obviously it's a very new process yeah uh, I, I don't know much about it right now but we do have like people at duke mm-hmm. that help you with this and like get you the way you want to go mm-hmm. for it so yeah. definitely looking more into it this year um since it's so new and stuff but yeah yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot of unknowns that can happen. But like you said, though, I mean, whenever you turn professional, it's it's all about, you know, getting those starts, getting those sponsors and, you know, just getting yourself out there to like, kind of just help you, you know, in professional golf. I mean, that's kind of what professional golf's about and it's getting out there and getting those starts. And um, so I think it's it, like you said, it's a great introduction kind of into that. I mean, if you can start making some money in your college years, I mean, that never helps either. So <laughs> that's always nice. Um the next one I have for you is, I mean, there's a lot of junior golfers out there that are, you know, want to play professional or they want to play, um, you know, they want to play college golf and they, you know, maybe have some, you know, not as much guidance as they could have for getting recruited. I mean, is there any advice that you have for junior golfers out there that are looking to maybe, you know, better their chances of getting recruited or just something they can improve in their game for college coaches to really notice? Um. I think it's to play a lot of tournaments where they can have a lot of exposure for coaches mm-hmm. to come watch, you know, big tournaments like AJJ really does help. Um, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of players come for all over, just have coaches come watch them. I think that's a great thing. Um, and like not to be scared of a college coach, you know, yeah, they, they're going to come watch you because they're interested in you. They're, 
Um, so hitting a bad shot or having a bad hole isn't obviously the end of the world. They want to watch you, how you can bounce back from that. You're absolutely off course. Um, it's not always about the score. Obviously good scores do help, but if you don't play well, you know, there's always another round. There's always another tournament to go to. So mm -hmm. they want to watch you, like how you're able to play after and how you can come back from a bad hole, bad mm -hmm. round. Um, so I think that's pretty important and to not be scared to reach out to coaches. You know, mm -hmm. I was, I was a little scared in my recruiting process, but you know, they, they want to see your ambition to join their team, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so I think those are some key points for juniors. Yeah. I think those are great points because I mean, no coach is going to want you if, if you get all mad and you throw clubs <laughs> or you bang your bag or something like that's just that's not a good look at all and then I mean like you said I mean even if you have a bad round or a bad shot or a bad round I mean they want to see how you're going to bounce back um, you know college coaches there's a they're they're going to be there especially if you have you know have some talent they're going to come and find you know they're going to find the good golfers um, and but that's great though that you said you know to kind of be ambitious and reach out to those schools I mean, what's the worst they're going to say is no, or, you know, sorry, we're done recruiting for your class. I mean, it, it's not the end of the world because there are a lot of universities out there, but I mean, you just never know until you ask. I mean, that's kind of something that's really important as well, too. I'm really glad you brought those points up. Um, so you, you've had, you've been at Duke for a little bit, obviously you're in your, in your sophomore year, but I'm sure you've gotten to know a lot of people at the, at the university and they've a big support system behind you at, at Duke. Um, you know, what's something that you feel most people don't know or kind of see, you know, that college golfers are doing in regards to your schedule? I mean, balancing, balancing studies, the golf and everything that we've talked about, you know, is there something that kind of, kind of goes, um, you know, unseen for a lot of people that kind of happens behind the scenes? Um, I feel like that's, I feel like what you're saying is, is pretty much how, is how it is. Um, mm -hmm. It's, it is definitely very difficult to balance academics with golf. Um, you know, you're gone for a golf tournament anywhere from two days to a week, possibly. Uh -huh. And that's a lot of class you're missing. So I think a lot of people don't see how much time that you have to put in extra to mm -hmm. manage your academics, you know, your homework and your tasks and your quizzes that you're missing and yeah. even exams even. Mm -hmm. And it's just being able to communicate with your professors, um, you know, staying back after class or going to office hours is something a lot of people don't see. And it's a lot of time that any athlete has to put in mm -hmm. uh, a lot with golf because we miss so many days. Absolutely. But um, just like balancing all of that and being good with your communication with your coaches and support systems and like your professors and other students in class to see what you've missed and everything. Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest things that kind of that a lot of people don't know, because obviously, yeah, they see you playing golf. OK, this and that. But the time you're playing golf is time you're missing in class. And like you said, you're missing a quiz, a test, and you got to you know make up for that either before or after your tournament. And, um, you know, especially if, if it's before the tournament, that, that's always, you know, that's always kind of a, a hassle because you got to, you know, squeeze in that extra work to take a test or get an assignment in. Um, you know, I think that's something that a lot of people don't really see. And I'm glad you brought that up because, um, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, you're playing golf, but there's a lot more that goes into it for you to be able to be on that golf course and playing at that at that time. So, 
yeah, yeah. it's it's a huge grind for um you know college golf and for student athletes just in general so it's you know, i applaud a lot of people that go through it um you know i remember <laughs> when i when i did it as well it, it you know it's a grind it's a grind yeah. so it's something yeah. that that uh but like we talked about you know your time management and everything you're you're developing a lot of skills at you know a young age that are going to help you later on in life as well so um yeah, that's hugely important. And to be eligible, got to be eligible yeah. to play golf. <laughs> exactly. Like we'd, we'd be on the golf course and my friends are like, oh, like, what are you doing at, I don't know, 5 p.m.? Oh, we're still going to be on the golf course. Like yeah. all the time that we're on the golf course or we're at practice or anything, it's like all of my friends are either in class or doing homework. So it's like that much time that you've missed. Mm-hmm. Um, you could be doing like schoolwork and stuff, but you're actually on the golf course and then you have to do schoolwork after that. So. Exactly. Exactly. I'm sure there's some long nights. That's for sure. Whenever, oh, yeah. <laughs> whenever. Yeah. I'm sure, especially the, the academics at Duke, I'm sure, you know, it's pretty intense. That's for sure. Yeah. I, I just applaud anybody that goes to, you know, big universities like that. I mean, that's, that's serious stuff there. That's serious stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah it's pretty amazing though. Um, next one I have for you, you know, there's, you've talked about the moments where you've been the most nervous and you've had a lot of success kind of in your career. Um, you know, is there a moment that's really memorable for you that you'll never forget while being on the golf course? Um, you know, maybe a certain, you know, a shot or a tournament that you played in or kind of something that you always remember. Um, I think ACC is my freshman year. Uh, yeah, definitely yeah. Very memorable for me. Um, uh-huh. just winning was a lot of fun and like, you know, I'm so grateful for that, but just, our final day against Florida State, um, mm-hmm. we had a match play events, you know, I think our whole team was pretty down, you know, after nine holes, it wasn't looking too great for us, mm-hmm. but um, uh, for me, it wasn't looking very great either. I was four, <laughs> I was four down through, uh, I want to say like 12, 14 holes, like it, it wasn't looking very great. And then um, my coach like, came up to me and like we were just having a lot of fun on the golf course you know uh, I ended up coming back from four down to win my match and let's then, go <laughs> and then you know Gina had the clinching match so that was great like we knew we had won but then you know you want to win the rest of the matches so right at the end like we had won all five matches and that was a lot of fun I think that was a very memorable moment for me just like especially as a freshman mm-hmm. yeah. being able to win my match um just like coming back and just winning it and on the last holes on 18 we had played all 18 holes just for me to win the match so it was just great and having my coaches there and our uh since it was in North Carolina it was very close to Duke yeah a bunch of Duke fans out there was even better yeah that's it's amazing and it's pretty great and astonishing all the stuff that you've kind of been able to do at you know, such a young age. I mean, you, that feeling that kind of pressure at ACC championship, your freshman year, and that's, <laughs> that's amazing. That's amazing. And to go from four down to winning your match. I mean, talk about, talk about a, a momentum change and oh, momentum yeah. shift. That's, that's amazing. And it's great to have, you know, come out with all five wins there. So everybody's kind of on a high and nobody's like, you know, they, they're not like disappointed that they lost their match or something, <laughs> you know, it's all, everybody's in good spirits. And, um, you know, that's, that's a great way. And I'm sure like you said, that's going to be something you're going to remember forever. And you'll continue to talk about with those ladies. I'm sure even as they kind of go on to their own journeys and stuff, that'll be something you guys can always kind of share with, uh, with yeah, each other. For sure. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm sure there'll be a lot more memories to come to in the next, uh, <laughs> you know, in the next coming years as well. Um, we're heading to the last question here. 
Um, there's a lot, a lot of people that have supported you, I'm sure throughout your, throughout your just golfing career as a junior golfer and your, you know, your team over at Duke and the university there, but is there kind of, you know, some people you'd want to, you know, that have really inspired you to be the person slash golfer you are today? Yeah, uh, definitely a lot of support, um, from my family that I've received, you know, over mm-hmm. the past 15 years of my life for golf. Um, so I definitely say like my parents and like, especially my dad, uh, yeah. He's like been there since day one, you know, um, yeah. uh, he got me into sports, you know, when I was younger, got me into golf. Um, he like was always there for me, you know, with everything, you know, obviously with parents, you're, you're never going to agree with everything. You're going to have arguments. Um, but at the yeah. end of the day, like, you know, he, he's there for you. Like he mm-hmm. wants, uh, he wanted what's best for me and, you know, Absolutely. Like with junior golf and then, you know, transitioning to college golf, like, you know, coming back home and just like realizing like, oh, my parents are are very important to me and just mm-hmm. like knowing that he he'll put off his life just to make sure my swing is good or right my, my, my life is a priority to his and mm-hmm. uh, definitely he has like inspired me to play put, be a better person play better golf you know um whatever I do in life it's just like he's always going to be there to support me as long as as well as well as with my mom as well and you know she's always there cheering me on she doesn't know much about golf but um she's like oh did you make that putt oh yeah I did mom like <laughs> so happy for me um you know and having them like come out and watch like golf tournaments as well like you know nationals and east lake and that's just amazing having that winning feeling and just like seeing them at the end they're just so happy and like that's like what makes them happy as well me playing golf and they mm-hmm. enjoy it so um definitely um very fortunate to have both of them mm-hmm. absolutely and I think you know for them to kind of see you throughout your whole career go and um you know that's funny that you talk you know your mom you know she might not know a lot about golf but she knows her daughter plays it so you know she's she's into it so exactly um, yeah that's pretty amazing though and then to have somebody like your dad like you're talking about that's you know that kind of has been there through the whole way, you know, to kind of, he's got you into golf, kind of got you into all, you know, sports. And, um, you know, it's great to have both of them alongside. And of course, it, there's a huge support system that goes along with playing golf, but it's always nice to kind of give some credit to the people that, you know, have been there with you the whole way. So um, that'll wrap up this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto featuring Ann Chin. And once, once again, thank you so much for coming on. Um, had a great time chatting with you. Like I said, I wish you nothing but the best in your college career and the years after. And I will, we'll shout you out on Instagram whenever we see you out there doing some, you know, you know, things in golf there and uh, just wish you nothing but the best. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a blast. Awesome. Yeah, no, of course. Really, really glad you were able to come on here and, um, you know, just really thankful for, uh, everything that you kind of talked about and kind of let everybody know who you are. Thank you so much. No problem. Have a good one, everybody. Hey, everyone. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto. Just want to let you guys know I create an Instagram for the podcast called Scrambling Podcast. You can head over there, follow for updates on the episodes, as well as material that I'll be talking about in the episodes, like videos or photos. So you can check them out there and get a little more insight on the episodes. Thanks again for listening and have a good one.